0: A celebration of 42. Let's step into the On Deck Circle. You're listening to the DFS
1: On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at linestarapp.com.
0: Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizapia and KC Bubba. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe P. Zappia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It is me, and it it's Casey Bubba, and it's you, and yes, we are back. We we took a couple of days here because we did a show Thursday, and there were no games, and we thought Friday would be tricky, too, and it was, but we promised you we'd be back, and we're giving you the weekend edition here of the program. And if I'm not my usual, uh, very outrageous, jovial self, it's, uh, it's because a, a friend of mine passed away. You know him as Black Panther. I knew him as Chad. He was a he was a friend of mine from acting school, and uh, I was blessed to have known him. He was a really good guy. Uh, he was a king in all sense of the word. And uh, I figured it'd be good to do the show today in honor of Jackie Robinson, in honor of 42. And uh, what a weird set of circumstances! And of all the days to uh, for him to pass on. Uh, again, our thoughts are with his family. And uh, certainly a hard day. But I feel like. That's why we have baseball and sports and stuff. It's good to have that uh, that thing to always look to. So uh, I am ready to break down the slate today, regardless of it being a difficult day uh, for a lot of people out there for a lot of different reasons. Let's talk some baseball today, Bubba. What do you say?
1: Yep, let's talk some baseball. It's, uh, it was tough like, uh, hear it in your voice. So it's, it's very, very difficult. But uh, sports is here to kind of help us uh, kind of get away from those things from time to time. So maybe talking about baseball for about 25 minutes, we can have a little fun and uh, enjoy the day for a little bit.
0: All right, let's us about some sarcasm. Let's start with that. The Mets actually won a game yesterday, 6-4 over the Yankees. How about that? Look at those Mets. Look at those Mets of mine winning baseball games. Uh, <laughs> crazy things, right? Maybe they'll get lucky to sell the team. Uh, you know, it's funny. Every time I read an article about the Mets lately, uh, you know, it's something like most recent embarrassment or uh,
1: <laughs> phrases <laughs> like that or
0: or the latest debacle for the Mets. It's just – it's funny when certain phrases kind of follow – your team around, uh, it's just unbelievable. But they did win a game there, so good on them. And Diaz actually got a save. What a crazy year it is. Uh, The Buffalo Blue Jays, 5-4 over the Orioles. Randall Grichik continues to be red hot. Two-run home run for him in the 10th inning, Uh, so it takes them over the Orioles. Uh, the Phillies, 7-4 over the Braves. Scott Kingery had a three-run home run off Mark Melanson with two outs in the 11th. Some late-inning magic there for the Phillies. That's a good thing for them. They certainly need those kind of wins. Uh, Speaking of magic, too, Yasmani Grandal hit the game-ending home run in the ninth inning uh, over the Kansas City Royals, 6-5. Alex Calame comes away with the win, Kennedy with the loss. Also in that one, Eloy Jimenez continues to be awesome, Bubba. God, this guy is so damn good. It's so great for baseball to have such young talent in it like Eloy.
1: Yeah, Eloy just keeps getting it done, or Eloy, as you guys like to say. So uh, that was – Eloy Jimenez.
0: Yes, he's (laughs) he's a
1: beast. I I literally just saw his highlight right now as we talk, and uh, he's crushing baseballs.
0: All right, and we also got uh, speaking of crushing baseballs, Ueno Suarez, who we talked about this week. We said, "Look, prices like two eight, two seven, two nine. Come on, let's get in on this. Let's do this." And guess what? Another home run, another home run for Jesse Winker. But what's new there? I got to tell you, of all the great stories of twenty twenty, Jesse Winker might be the best one besides Daniel Bard. Daniel Bard aside, Jesse Winker leading the major leagues in OPS after being undrafted. How often does that ever happen?
1: Yeah, it's pretty crazy, and there, there was, like, talks before the Universal DH would, like, would Jesse Winker even get playing time with Nick Castellanos signing? Then the DH comes around, they're like, okay, maybe he'll have a chance to play in a platoon. Now he's hitting third continuously for the Reds and is crushing baseballs.
0: Yeah, he's moved up in the order. It just goes to show you, man, sometimes patience pays off. You know, far mm-hmm. too many organizations don't have patience. Uh, the Orioles talent. Is talent. Have, yeah, talent is talent. If you believe in the process, you believe in the talent, you mm-hmm. stick with it. And the Reds did, and uh, good on them, and it's great that they have somebody like that because he's carrying them, and I'm hoping you know, this is a big weekend series here for the Reds because they really need to have a, a big weekend and with the Cubs here in order to make up some ground in this division, and I think they can get red hot, and I'll tell you what, Bubba, <clears throat> I do not want to face the Reds with Gray, Bauer, and Castillo if he's pitching well in a short series. That could be a really tough out for somebody.
1: Definitely. And that was kind of the thing when they traded for uh, Bauer and we saw how good Gray and Castillo can pitch. It's one of those deals when you talk playoffs, you just need three pitchers. So if you can, you know, grind and get to the playoffs, now it gets interesting.
0: The Rays two nothing over the Marlins. So not a lot of excitement there. Uh, also, Dominic Smith, followed powerful words with powerful actions. That's right. Go ahead home run in the first inning for him. Great moment, so two wins for the Mets. The second game of the doubleheader, 4-3 there, so that is good stuff. The Nationals, 10-2 over the Red Sox. Max Scherzer, 11 strikeouts. Is that all? Uh, and, oh, and Juan Soto hit a home run, by the way. Just uh, wanted to throw that out there. Are you familiar West. with him? <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, yeah. It's just, yeah, he he's just does Juan Soto things. We actually talked about him on well, it was Thursday show, but he was one of the ones we were debating. It's, it's, it, okay, I'm not going to go into it, but, yes, a lot of things we liked on Thursday came true on Friday. Just put it that way.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? That is is—that is true. Like the games that were played, if you went yeah. back and listened to Thursday's show, you pretty much were set up for Friday. Yes. <laughs> like, if you, it you like with Scherzer, yeah, Scherzer and Soto and uh, Loya Menez and Grichuk. I mean, it was pretty like, look, we, we did you the service. We just did it a day early. <laughs> so yeah. it was no reason to go and rehash the whole thing that we did the day before. Uh, Dietrich hit a home run for the Rangers. So they go 6-2 over the Dodgers here. You know, I know this is probably music to your ears, but uh, so I'll say it. Um, You know, Walker Bueller on the IL. Are the Dodgers hitting the inevitable rough patch here in the middle of the year?
1: One can only hope, Joe. One can only hope. (laughs) But um, the one thing I will say is this is why Dustin May is fun to watch. He's not a fantasy pitcher for at least DFS at his price point because he doesn't strike guys out. And if he's not like locating with his filthy stuff, he's throwing meatballs.
0: Yeah, uh, agreed. Uh, Jed Jerkoval, folks, hit uh, not one, but two home runs. Uh, And Patrick, Corbin Burns struck out 10 uh, in six innings. So craziness there. Uh, The Brewers, 9 1 over the Pirates. Boy, the Pirates are just. Ooh, man is that offense bad like at this point you pretty much can just go it, it's funny people were looking at the under for the pirates this year and saying oh can a team really be that bad this year in a short season and i said yes <laughs> yes they can have you looked at <laughs> the pirates roster have you yeah. seen the hitting have you seen the pitching i mean pretty yes, much it, every night you should, read it you just want to target whoever the pirates are going against that's what you want to do uh 14 to 2 the indians beat up on the cardinals franimal with a home run and five rbis 20 hits for the uh, Indians in this one. So woo we, so welcome back Cardinals. Uh, The Padres 10-4 over the Rockies, So 14 runs in this one. So we'll obviously have our, our claws in this game as well today, because you know, Padres Rockies, these are two teams jockeying for position. The Diamondbacks get a rare win and Zach Gowan got his first win of the season. That's right. His first against the San Francisco giants. So congratulations, Gowan. You got on the board. Well done. You deserve much better recently uh Starling Marte had two hits and two RBI so let's hope that uh, the Martes heat up as well and uh last but not least uh Heaney has a really good start for the Angels he gets his second win of the year Mike Trout Justin Upton uh carry them in this one Mike Trout with a home run so that was yesterday it's a new day yes it is so let's get after it we got a lot of baseball here we got afternoon games to talk about let's start with the Mets and Yankees Jay Happ against Robert Giselman in the 1 o'clock, Carlos Carrasco against Jack Flaherty. Uh, then we got Josh Tomlin and Eflin going against each other. Those are the 1 p.m. games. And then at 2, we have Brady Singer and Dylan Cease. So let's let's break these down first. Let's start with Carlos Carrasco against Flaherty. Carrasco is 8.7K over on FanDuel. On DK, he's 10.3. Bubba, I refuse to pay that price. The last couple of starts for Carrasco have not been good. And Flaherty was good his last outing. We're waiting for that third start. We talked about it last time. You mentioned, you said, okay, second start was better. Didn't have all the strikeouts, but the third start, that should be the one. At 9.4, he's cheaper than Carrasco. I would definitely go that right on DK today.
1: Yeah, I could could see going Flaherty through 64 pitches last time. So you imagine he gets the bump up to 80, 85. If he's efficient, that's going to be plenty for what he's doing. And and he might come in low-owned with the Cleveland Indians scoring 14 runs on 20 hits yesterday. So that could be pretty nice, but I agree. I'm not paying that price tag for Carrasco. He's just the, the velocity's down. The last few starts have been bad. So 9400 on DK, I can definitely see using Flaherty. What about 10k on FanDuel? Uh,
0: you know what? In this isolated 1pm, I'm good with it. Um, I, as, you know, the, sometimes you have this too, where a team like explodes for a lot of runs one night, and then the next night, what do we always say about baseball? It's always good as uh, momentum's always good as the next day's starting pitcher next day starting pitcher is Jack Flaherty. And I happen to be higher up on that Jack Flaherty wagon than some others. And Carrasco hasn't been good. And I think that combination makes me want to favor this. I like Goldschmidt at 3-4. Put him with Flaherty. Maybe Colton Wong at 2-8. Get a little, you know, piece of this lineup here. Edmond at 2-7. Get the top of this order. And stack them up. And then I think then you look for the Mets and Yankees maybe for the rest of that offense in this game. Um, You know, Brady Singer has pitched well, too. I I can understand if you want... uh, you know, potentially to go like as a secondary arm in the afternoon games at 6.8. Dylan Cease has been good too, and I think what you want to do is not forget, you know, if Dylan Cease is 8.8 on DK, with how good that offense and the run support's been, it's hard not to like that.
1: Yeah, 100% agree. That, that's one I'm kind of looking at right now because Cease can be that pivot off of Flaherty on FanDuel and definitely as an option on, on drafting. He's been very good and keeps getting better each start. The Royals you can definitely pick on, so I, I like Cease as well.
0: Yeah, I I, I think uh, cease is a good value on both sides, and I I would do this, and it, personally, this is my approach. I think you take cease in the uh, GPPs, and you you know just load up on some of the bigger bats. And then in cash, mm-hmm. you take Flaherty and you make it work. And it's it's funny, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you choose which game stack you want to do or <laughs> which which stack you want to do. You want to do the Sox and Dylan Cease because you're going to need Dylan Cease to afford the, <laughs> the White Sox for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. With the exception of Grandala 2.9, they're expensive. You know, you still got Encarnacion at 2.8. But look, Eloy is 3.5. It's not impossible. Bray used the h- highest one of 4.1 on FanDuel. So if they're a good combination of, Pitcher with good win equity in the in the one o'clock games. Take Dylan Cease. Take the White Sox. Load up there a little bit against the young kid. Uh, and then on the flip side, if you want to do the cash game, go against Carrasco a little bit. I think because you know I do think Flaherty is that good. I just do, and I think this this third start will remember. And I'm just a little worried there. Something's not right with Carrasco, whether it's mechanically or physically, whatever it is. You know, I hope he gets it right. But the last two outings were not encouraging. Uh, what about for you with the Mets, Yankees and the Braves Phillies? We kind of glanced over them. Uh, what do you see in terms of value? Clint Frazier with a good game last night, his salary up to 39 on DK, by the way. But on FanDuel, he's still point two point nine. So very much, uh, I think, in consideration again today.
1: Yeah, I definitely don't mind uh, getting back with some Yankees here. I, Luke Voigt's always my favorite, but he's quite pricey at forty two hundred on FanDuel. But I have no problem going to uh, the likes of Clint Frazier. I think it's a good one. And then kind of see what that lineup is. They've been putting some goofy guys out there that you can get some savings on to go against Gaselman and the the Mets bullpen. So I have no problem putting some Yankees out there. And then I don't think J.A. Happ's that good right now. It's just with the, the Mets, you want kind of that lefty flavor. So do you go with Pete Alonso and uh, and maybe a few like J.D. Davis because he's only 2,900 on FanDuel? That could be your way to go in on that one to get some exposure to the Mets.
0: Yeah, I think Alonso's a good play at 3 6 on FanDuel today against Happ. That's a good matchup in the ballpark and everything. There's a lot of good things happening there. (laughs) I think, you know, you're trying to get that that dinger. That's what you're trying to do. And Dom Smith, you know, it's funny. Dom Smith and Pete Alonso are basically the same price right now. That's kind of crazy when you think about it for both reasons, you know, for both guys' reasons, Mm -hmm. really. When you think about where the season has started and where it is now. I mean, Dom Smith was like a 2 8 player when the season started now, and Alonso is around four, and they've both kind of. Marginalize themselves into this this Current terrain that they're in What about Atlanta and Philly, any thoughts on that one? Uh,
1: not really I guess Philly, you can keep riding the bats there Because Tomlin's been like, he's not getting blown up And he's not shutting guys down, so there's going to be some Openings there to uh, to attack uh, Harper's always in play, um, Segura's actually Playing really well, and he gets uh, overlooked a lot So he's he's nice and cheap and uh, He's only 27 on and McCutcheon's Heating up at 29, so if you want to get Some of the cheaper exposure there, some value I have no problem with that at all
0: all right, let's go to the 4 o'clock games, and this is a great game to watch today. You Darvish, 10.7 against Trevor Bauer, 11.5. That's the FanDuel price for these guys in the 4 o'clock game. Man, is this going to be good? You know, and we talk about four outcomes and we talk about all that stuff, but, you know, let me tell you something, dude. Just from a baseball perspective, this is going to be a fun one to watch. I'm going to ask you, <clears throat> with the Reds' bats starting to heat up again, like Suarez and, and uh, obviously Jesse Winker has been terrific here. I know it's a very risky play but are you tempted at all to go with the Trevor Bauer side of this one and actually pick a side even though this is one of those matchups typically we kind of run away from is there a little bit of juice right now going for the Reds in terms of momentum and in terms of maybe some contrarian play you know we we don't do a lot of contrarian stuff here because sometimes contrarian is basically overthinking things or trying to make something happen out of nothing. It's like trying to make fetch happen in baseball. It's just not happening. Okay. And yes, there's your mean girls reference of the day, but, (laughs) but, but you're in a scenario right now with Trevor Bauer and you Darvish where Darvish's stock has never been higher. Trevor Bauer might not have had a better run in his whole career that he's on right now. So would you actually kind of take a shot here? It's funny because it's telling you, I mean, Trevor Bauer's 11-5, but I don't feel like that's where the ownership would be. I feel like it's all going to be on Darvish.
1: It should all be on Darvish, and I agree it should be on Darvish. I'd rather have Darvish. I could see your angle. If you're going into GPP, if you're playing the all-day slate and you want a, a massive upside arm with some uh, low ownership, yes, you could definitely go to a, uh, a Trevor Bauer. You know he's going to get the innings for you. The strikeouts will be there. The Cubs' bats aren't all that scary. They hit a couple home runs last night, but they really can't put it together right now. We know Bauer will give up a few runs, but he's also capable of striking out double digits almost every time out there. And that's uh, that's the winner in DFS. So I can see it definitely. I still want Darvish. He's just in another world right now. I really don't care.
0: Yeah, I can understand that too. And look, I'm not playing bats today. <laughs> is, no, this... not
1: in that game. I'll sit you and watch. What? Like you said, it's a great game to watch.
0: It's a great game to watch. It's 2-1. I just want to throw out that because I'm sure there be people looking at this and saying, okay, is this opportunity? And there might be um but you've re- again we got to know what kind of player it is and and if what kind of player you are
1: sure definitely yeah
0: if you're multi-entry but also because of where it is too that it's four o'clock you know you really can just let it go i mean that that's yep. if, if this was in one o'clock you'd ha- i feel like you almost get forced your hand into okay money's going to be that's made right. here if you're on the right side of this game somehow yeah, like if you definitely. took trevor bauer and, and let's say winker continues to be you know really good and Suarez is hot right now and and like you took the reds and it and it worked but in the four o'clock I feel like it's a whole different animal <laughs> yep, <laughs> like you just completely kinda, agree yeah all right so speaking of four o'clock Chris Bassett against Zach granky your thoughts on this one you got seven eight Chris Bassett on FanDuel Zach granky 9.9 on DK you got uh, 8.4 for Bassett nine for granky
1: yeah, game one of the double headers. so I'm probably just going to stay away from this one and see what the uh, what what happens in this game because there's there's a I, I went on Twitter about it last night, so if people really want my thoughts on it. Uh, you could get it there, but I'm curious how Chris Bassett looks because he got fully stretched out before the Astros decided to cancel yesterday, so I don't know what he's going to look like today.
0: No, that's a great point. That that's one of those. I was not happy
1: points. about that.
0: Uh, this is it another one too. P.S. I'm not. I mean, we are always on the A's. Mm-hmm. Today against Granky in the in his home ballpark, you know, Granky's been I feel like Granky's kind of stepping up in the void a little bit lately, you know. Like and God, is there anybody more entertaining on the mound lately? I was gonna say in the entertainment
1: game? void, he's definitely stepping up there. Like oh,
0: what a what a guy. Like <laughs> I'll tell you what Michael. Kyle Tucker, um and, and Michael Brantley. I think there's a yeah. lot in this lineup here. I'm actually gonna go with the Astros here in this one. Give me Brantley mm-hmm. at three one on FanDuel. That's a really good price. Kyle Tucker three six. Uh, Kyle Tucker's all the way up to four, five by the way, on DK, but Brantley's still just 3.4. That is a mm-hmm. tremendous value for Brantley in the three hole in this lineup. I'm amazed that Altuve is still over five. I just think that's nuts. But on FanDuel, all of a sudden, you could go Altuve, Brantley, Guriel, and they're all three, four, three, one, three, two, and Kyle Tucker's three, six. You could do a little stack here against Bassett, who has been very good, but. I do think it's only a matter of time. I mean, even Correa 3-2, there's a lot of ways you can take If you want to leave Altuve out of it, you go with Brantley through Correa. It's that same kind of foursome where you can get some really good value there. Do you like the price on Granky at 9-9, or is it too much for you?
1: Uh, I don't mind it. I'll I'll probably pass and go to some other options on the the evening slate, but uh, I I see where you're coming from for sure.
0: All right, Scuba versus Whistler, Twins versus Tigers here in this one um what's your approach on this game here at 440 here uh it's in detroit today uh school young pitcher a lot of upside left-handed though so you have to imagine that you like guys like nelson cruz in this lineup today and Sano, and i think we all keep waiting for jorge polanco to start hitting too it's another guy yeah. where the salaries hit bottom and i and i feel like he's better than you know people you know <laughs> remember necessarily so, I don't know. I'm I'm hoping that, like, Jorge gets that OPS up higher. And, you know, it's in the 600 range right now. That's kind of crazy. So, what are your thoughts on this one? Who are your targets?
1: Yeah, definitely the, the right-handed bats of the Twins. Scoobles, a uh, fun talent. He's got electric stuff. He's got very hittable stuff right now, too. So, I have no problem there. And like I say, most nights, and people think I'm crazy, but enjoy the Tigers' value at the, at, at bats tonight because Whistler's not good. He's really not a good pitcher. So, and he's probably going to have a guy coming behind him, if it's Smeltzer or whoever. Um, I have no problem using the Tigers as a couple like one offs for you to help you get some bigger bats or a bigger arm at a different point.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, any thoughts over here? Um, on the 610 game, the Josh Fleming against Pablo Lopez game here with uh, Lopez at home, which I know for you, that's always one that kind of perks your yep. ears.
1: Yep, Lopez at home is a big one. We saw Sixto Sanchez absolutely dominate the Rays last night. Like, if people. Want to know how good this kid is? Go, go check out the highlights. He was electric, 17s, double digit Ks. Um, they just couldn't score any runs for him. I got no problem going back to Pablo tonight in this matchup at home against the Rays.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I'm with you there. And uh, speaking of the Rays, too, Jesus Aguilar, 3.1 still <laughs> over uh, on the uh, FanDuel side. VR is just 3K. Uh, just some guys that I'm putting out there today that I think are pretty good values there uh, potentially, but I'll, I'm with you on that one, Bubba, for sure. Moving on to the next one here at 637, you got Taiwan Walker making his Buffalo Blue Jays debut <laughs> against Alex Cobb. And uh, I mean, look, what's there more to be said? I mean, if you're not starting Randall Gritchick and Vlad Jr. and Teoscar Hernandez and, and mm-hmm. Telez, like you're just, you just got to do it. Like you just got to get into mm-hmm. Buffalo. Now that being said, is there any love for some of the other guys today here against Taiwan Walker making his first start with the Blue Jays?
1: Yeah, you're still playing in Coors East, so you can go there. Nunez went deep yesterday. He's always a viable option. Love Mount him Castle between one. Lineup. How is he still
0: yeah. point 3.1? How is that possible still?
1: Some of these sites just don't know how to adapt. It's it, it's amazing. That's why you listen. And you to the can only so play this one on FanDuel
0: out. because of the time start, yep. which is so dopey. Like, and the fact yep. that DK still hasn't made an adjustment to this just drives me crazy. Like, and we're, they're, we're they're, missing all this fun. Like, you're you're missing yeah. you're missing Coors East games for God's sake. Yep. Like uh, every day
1: because they're always at six thirty seven. It's so annoying because I like DK because I like the challenge of the two pitcher site. I know it, it makes it difficult for some people, but I love it. I get so mad when I can't play my baby Blue Jays so
0: uh, I know. Well, look, luckily we can on FanDuel and luckily yes. they're cheaper. All right. Loaded question. Do you prefer paying a little bit more for the Blue Jays today or a little less for the Orioles? Or both. are you just game stacking <laughs> all together? <laughs> <you do> <laughs> um, I'd still rather take the Jays.
1: Like what Vlad and T. Oscar and Grichik are doing right now, it doesn't really matter who's pitching to them, it feels like.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm with you. All right, uh, let's go to the next one here. Ross Stripling, trying to uh, kind of right the ship here for the Dodgers. A little faulty lately. Not, not completely. Great start from Kershaw the other day, obviously. But Dodgers are looking human, at least, which was bound to happen eventually. Taking on Lance Lynn at 9.5. And I'll tell you what, this is a tough one right here. Because uh, I'm going to tell you right now, Lance Lynn's been great. And as good as the Dodgers are, I actually think that 9.5 for Lance Lynn is, is very reasonable. Uh, he's 9.2 on DK. I think that's very reasonable. I know that ownership is going to be low because it's against the Dodgers, but I, I have enough faith in Lance Lynn that I think it's actually worth the start.
1: 100% agree. The stuff he's he got out he's there, he gives a few runs. He's earned it. He gets the strikeouts. He was low owned against Oakland last time out, and all he did was deal for six innings and got you eight more Ks. Um, the fact the way he strikes guys out, the way you know he's going to throw 100-plus pitches, these are very valuable things. And he's going to be very low-owned, so he's a great GPP play tonight.
0: Yeah, I'm with it, which means I'm going to fade away from the Dodgers if I like uh, them uh, in terms of offense. Uh, it means I'm going to you know, look for the – right, so so let's let's try to pick this apart. Against Stripling, who are the guys that you'd be targeting in the Texas Rangers lineup tonight? I'm curious what your names are. Would you ride with Dietrich again since he's swinging a hop out of 2-6?
1: Well, pretty much if you're playing Rangers bats, you're not using them in cash. That's for sure. So Dietrich right. I could do it 2-6 for the value, definitely, because you know with him, he's swinging from his shoes. so And we also you know, know he's a hit, streaky
0: yeah. guy. Like he has these exactly. runs in him. <laughs> We've learned that enough over the years.
1: Yeah, guys like Dietrich, um, um, Solak's hitting really, really consistently well, and then choose starting to kind of hit the ball. That's the only places i look. Their offense just really doesn't do it for me as a whole. I just want Lynn in this game, basically.
0: All right. Uh, let's move on then to Brett Anderson and uh, JT Brubaker, 7-10. This one's in Milwaukee against the Pirates. So tell me, Bubba, you know, we said just whoever's playing the Pirates, but does that mean Brett Anderson is is in the conversation today or is it just the Brewers bats?
1: For me, it's just the Brewers bats. I prefer right hand pitchers versus the Pirates. I could definitely see the argument in a two-pitcher site for Anderson just because it is the Pirates, but I'm going to stay away because, you know, Anderson only has 6,400 on DK. So if you want a second pitcher there, I could see it. I prefer the right-handed side, so give me the bats on this one. Uh, Yellick, he's 42. He's expensive on both sides, so he's a little tricky. But you got likes like Justin Smoke and a few other guys you can kind of pick pick and choose there because Brubaker, not so much for this world when it comes to pitching in baseball.
0: No, no, not so much. Uh, Kesten Hura, I will always want to start, though. I'm always a big fan of him. Ryan Braun at two eight is an intriguing value as well. Um, just looking at this lineup, and you know, Christian Yelich at four two is that a guy you'd pay up for today?
1: No, there's some other games where there's like uh, the next game we talk about. I'm pretty <laughs> much going to pay up for that guy at four seven before I pay up for Yelich at four two.
0: All right, uh, let's move on here. Chris Maza against Annabelle Sanchez at seven thirty the wind is supposed to be blowing out here at Fenway park today. So, Oh oh no. (laughs) Oh oh no. Oh goodness. Gracious. Um, JD Martinez still sitting at three, four hasn't really gotten going. Devers, Verdugo, you know, the top of this lineup here with Verdugo at three Devers, Martinez and Bogarts are all three, four. I feel like we're sitting on, on on a powder keg here, like eventually. And I don't know if it's tonight against Annabelle Sanchez, but I think it's, it's, it's a good play tonight. And I I think that these guys are just, I think sometimes you hit a patch in an organization where it's, it's tough. You know, you're going out there and you know, you're not going to win games. And I think mentally it kind of takes the air out of the room a little bit, but it doesn't make these guys any less of a talent. I think this is one tonight where it could be sneaky for the Red Sox at home. Good situation here against Annabelle Sanchez, tough night last night, you know, obviously, (laughs) but I think today, I think today it turns around a little bit, and uh, I think we're going to take a shot here. I think it's a tournament play; it's not a cash game play with the way these, this offense has been. But in in lieu of on DraftKings as well, when you don't have the Buffalo game, um, looking at the price of these guys, it's funny because DraftKings still has faith in them in terms of the yeah. algorithm: five, six, four, nine, four, six, five for Alexander Bogart. But on FanDuel, they are discounted, and I think on FanDuel it's a good play.
1: Yeah, I don't hate it at all. And another guy to mention there to go with, say, a Devers Verdugo if you want to skip JD for fun. Mitchie Two Bags, Mitch Moreland is swinging a very, very hot stick. He's uh, 39 on FanDuel, 49 on DraftKings. He's the most expensive player on FanDuel. Just put that one around your head for a second there. So um, he's swinging it really well. So I, I don't hate the Red Sox at all on this one. I think this game is a great game stack if you want to, to pivot away from Coors Field tonight. It's definitely a way to go to be a little different because when you guys got guys like Juan Soto, Trey Turner's hitting everything. They're expensive, but well worth it. But you got guys like Israel Cabrera, Adam Eaton at the top of that order against Maza here to kind of offset things for discounts. The Nats are going to be a very popular play outside of the Coors teams. The Red Sox could offset that a bit. You can stack them together, have a lot of fun.
0: All right. Now, pitching tonight is not the greatest. It's just not. I mean, (laughs) we've gone through it. The afternoon had a couple big names there with Darvish and Bauer and Jack Flaherty. Uh, but so far it's funny because even with Lance Lynn here, it's at nine two. I think you can work him into this game in course tonight with some lineups as well. Um, now on DK, it's always going to be harder. It's just, it's going mm-hmm. to be difficult. So you really have to find that, that really cheap secondary arm that you think has enough equity for you to get some points, but let's go through it anyway. Fernando Tatis is 6.1, uh, Machado, who's been on fire, 5.6. Uh, Will Myers at 4 3. He's a nice value. He's been swinging a hot bat too. On the other side here against the lefty, it's hard not to absolutely love Nolan Arenado in story tonight. 5 uh, 7 and 5 5. Super expensive, but we understand why they've earned it. If Brandon Rogers is in the lineup today too, he would just be 3.1. Circle that name too against the lefty today because that There's kid one, gets swinged to bad.
1: One other one. The guy went deep yesterday. He was more expensive yesterday. Now he gets a lefty. Matt Kemp's 2,900. He was about in yeah. fifth yesterday. Like, that yep. is a must play if he's in the lineup, especially even in cash, GPP, whatever. So, him, Rodgers, and Hampson are kind of your values there versus Mora Hone as, uh, as a guy you could look at on the on the Padre side. Myers, you mentioned. is uh, still affordable. So, those are a few guys to take a peek at. But, yeah, find the values here if you can because should be a lot more offense again tonight.
0: Yeah, on FanDuel, the values are Myers at 3-5. Three, three, Cronenworth at 3-3. Three, three. It's not a whole lot, you know. I guess here's the question: Is would you pay up on Fanduel for a Tatis or Machado, even though they're you know four nine four two, or would you rather pay up for Arenado or Story? Like, which side would you prefer to go on here?
1: Oh man, because you I can't do both. I, you, I like, can't, you, you can't. You can't do both. Yeah, you, know, you can't. I love Machado right now. I really, really do. Um, I probably too. go Story. I'd go Story and Arenado just because you know lefty Coors Field. It's a tradition like any other. But I've been riding Machado. I played Machado over Arenado last night. He just in another world right now machado myers like that's the one thing you don't have to fully stack this game if you want just get a couple pieces and then go get some of the red Sox uh and um nationals and you'll still be just fine
0: yeah uh i tell you what man it's uh machado's been red hot and that's another guy too that goes on these hot streaks i i think yeah. <clears throat> i i might even you know pick one of the, i might even take machado and then arenado or story on the other side just uh, look yeah. it's it's crazy not to get involved in this game it's going to be highly owned but You know, with a lot of uncertainty in the pitching today, I mean, in this next, the next two games are more uncertainty because you have Trevor Cahill at 7K on FanDuel against Luke Weaver at 7 1. Luke Weaver has not been good. Um, I think it is worth noting that Cattell Marte's salary has gone all the way to three flat, 3 2 for Starling Marte. And Starling had a good game yesterday. So hopefully he's heating up. Brandon Belt has been terrific. He's just 3.3. If you want to make up some ground a little bit and get some cheaper offense, I think this is the game to kind of. Get a little offensive floor in, and then be able to get into that core's Padres game. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I completely agree, and I'm glad you mentioned Brandon Belt. He's been very, very good. He's been terrific. Athlete. Yeah, cheaper on DraftKings or on Fanduel for sure, but he's still only 35 on DraftKings. Like that's an uber value if you want to throw that in your lineup to loosen things up. Because Weaver, I've never been a fan of. I've never understood that. Um, we have some friends in Arizona that you know who I'm talking about that we're not a fan of that trade as well. So um, that that's a big bugaboo. And I want to mention Trevor Cahill. Like, if you want an SP2, a 5,900 on DK, he's 7K on FanDuel. And if you, that's if you're going really, really GPP and you want all the bats, but he has actually pitched very, very well. They keep stretching him out. He went to um, 88 pitches his last time out. So he's a, he's a full go. Um, with Cahill, it's always been just don't walk guys. His stuff's filthy right. for strikeouts.
0: Well, and listen, so listen he's, no, he's no, no, he's great. no offense, but it's not a team that walks a ton. Calhoun's not big exactly. on walking. Eduardo Escobar, forget it. I mean, God, he's been a strikeout yep. machine this year. So, yeah, uh, you know what? That 5.9 <laughs> looks really good. You, that, that's there. how you get all
1: the bats. You put him with Lance Lynn and you can have all the bats you want.
0: Yeah, and you know, it's it's funny, too. I mean, even at 7K as a tournament arm, if you really just want to go crazy yep. in the course, that's
1: – Yep, you, there's, you're, there's you're, you're of my there interest, and interest, interest. And Bubba. Yeah, Bubba, you're you peaking my like, interest. really good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, last game, uh, Justice Sheffield 8.3 against Dylan Bundy at 9.1. Uh, Bundy, you know, came back down to earth, so let's see where it goes from here. Uh, do you think that with all the strikeouts in this uh, Seattle lineup that uh, Dylan Bundy writes the ship? And even if you do think that, are you confident enough that you want to roster him?
1: The confidence is the tough part because we've been full dealing Bundy Bundy. Bundy uh, threw us a complete game against Seattle a few weeks back. We were all True, over True, that, that one. was against so Seattle. You're right. I could I could see that being very strong. I, I kind of like the Justice Sheffield side for the price point, especially on DraftKings at 75. Well, here's the thing
0: B- at- Bubba, Bundy is like, what, $500 less than. Then Lance Lynn. D, you, yeah, you I know, go, like, I
1: go Lance Lynn. I just go yeah, Lance Lynn.
0: Even though it's against the Dodgers. I just want to have that conversation because yeah. I'm sure a lot of people are going to have that conversation yeah. with themselves today after the show.
1: Yep, yeah, go Lance Lynn. I love Bundy, and he can prove us wrong. But A, the Seattle team, we've talked about it a lot the last week or so. They're sneakily just doing things right now. I don't know how the team is not good, but they're doing it. So um, <laughs> smoke and um, mirrors. Just, and Kyle yeah, Lewis has still know. been okay. <laughs> yeah, he's been good. Like Austin Nola of all people is playing great. We, we've always been on Kyle Seeger. They're just putting it together where they're just frustrating you. If anything, just wear you down. So you can't uh, accumulate the points you're used to accumulating.
0: Yeah. That's a problem. All right, boys and girls, it's that time. Again, it's time to call our shot. Bubba and I are going to each pick a name to go yard. And if you uh, go follow us on line star app over on Twitter, you can retweet this segment and give us your home run call and get a chance to win some free line star app swag. That's line star app. Go get the app and upgrade to the premium product and start using the optimizer and all the great information over here at line star. So Bubba, where are you going for your home run tonight? Who's leaving the yard?
1: Since we just want to have some fun, I'm going to take the easy way out here. And since water's wet, we're going to go with Juan Soto taking.
0: (laughs) That is a good one. That is a good one. I'm going to stay with a guy who's red hot and go into Coors field. It's Manny Machado. It's expensive, but I'm going to do it Anyway, give me Manny going yard. So those are our picks. Give us yours. And again, you can follow us at line star app on Twitter at line MLB. You can follow Bubba at Casey Bubba and me at Joe Pisa, PS 17. That'll do it for us today, but the story of the game goes on. There's nothing left to do now, except step out of the on deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids
1: listening to the DFS on deck podcast brought to you by LineStar. star hit subscribe, tell a friend and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pisa and Casey Bubba.